Every Man Podcast. Every Man. Woo. Woo, Daryl Campbell. Velvety. Velvety. Velvety goodness. Crystal clear, as clear as crystal as the great late Gene Wilder once said. The Everyman Podcast is here. Another Mm -hmm. week, another pod. Yeah, sometimes I don't know where that sound comes from. I don't know if it's the bottom of my throat or the top of my colon. I don't know. You just tell me. You tell me where it's coming from. From where I'm sitting. Sounds good. From where I'm sitting, one and the same, my friend. (laughs) Nice. Daryl Campbell, what's happening, brother? Dude, man, you know what it is. I'm here. I'm here at the shop making stuff happen, man. Making films, making mouths happy like Twizzlers, bro. Creating, That's all I can do. Creating, creating digital content. Stories that digital. will transcend space and time. Yeah. And, and also hard drives full of your content that will live Terabizzles. on forever. Terabizzles. Terabizzles, bro. Terabizzles uh, forever. Sauce. All at NFL Films, dude. What'd you just eat there? Was that gum? What no, you, are you, what are you... I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, glad you asked. I'm a little. I go through phases, as you know. I mm-hmm. uh, I yeah. man as an everyman, you got to learn right. how to manage your quirks. Because as a young everyman, I used to let right. certain things run my life. Like you know, I'd get mm-hmm. I'd get it hooked on you know um, uh, the cardio machine, and then you know right. s- sp- spraying my groin or yeah. whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I just get into stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, as I've gotten older, I've learned how to do it in a healthier, more responsible, productive way. Um, yeah. so that to say that, uh, uh they are icebreaker sugar-free mints. Um, I'm well, currently, yeah, I mean, I'm currently on a one, uh, one pack every three days. So I'm trying really? to get, yeah, I'm trying to get that down to one pack a week. Uh, Ooh, cause I just eat a- these things like. They're fucking candy. It's, a, it's, it's bad. a tough sale, man, because it really is candy. It tastes like candy. Well, you I'm know, worried I mean, about my innards. I mean, I'm thinking they're going to be chalky and white in no time. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm wondering if your innards are worried about you. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'll tell you what. They definitely, there's probably been some times where they're wondering what I'm doing to it. That's for sure. Probably. Yeah, lethal ordinance passing through those gills. Oh God, yeah. Well, it's like these, yeah, these icebreakers. I just they they kind of give me a little papa alertness, right. you know, because of that mint. And I'm just, yeah. you know, I sit there at work crushing them at my desk, and uh, yeah. you know, pretty much when I'm driving, especially on the road for work, I go through you know like one pack on a, on one drive. But uh, yeah, so icebreakers, uh, sugar free mints. Shout out, big fan of your work, guys. Thanks for the sugar great crystals. Mints. Yeah, sugar those little sugar. If I could just get the sugar crystals that are in there, if I could just right. get that pure rock crystal sugar right. mint, and then maybe just crush some of those up. <laughs> I felt that way about my favorite childhood cereal, marshmallow blasted Fruit Loops. I was like, you know what? Wow. The best portion of this isn't the loop; it's the marshmallow. So, what would an all marshmallow cereal be like? Has the world <laughs> ever done it? It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I like to go to the the we like to go to the farmers market down here. The the Amish market. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Amish. The, Shout out the uh, the Amish uh, in our great state of Pennsylvania. Here, um, it is a when you meet people as we often do. And I know you're not a native to Pennsylvania, but as you're here now, I'm sure somebody has asked you, "Oh, wh- where are you from? Oh, outside the Philadelphia area. Oh, is that near the Amish?" 
Oh, yeah. Anytime I talk to somebody from the West Coast, they think of Pennsylvania as Philadelphia, yeah. Amish, and then Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's yeah. it. So Philly, so, Amish, Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm constantly having to say, no, yeah, I don't live in Philly. And no, I, I don't live i'm not amish no i'm not um no bonnets here bro so that's that's something that i'd like to shine a light on i wish we could get an amish uh person on the podcast maybe i can look into that at the farmer's market but i don't know i don't know how that i don't know if that works with their system uh podcasting yeah might not be a might be able to maybe able to do an interview and then get a transcript and maybe we could reenact it probably that would be Sounds good. like the best bet. I think that might be. Yeah, I think that's probably the best idea. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so we're at the Amish market, and um, they have like the little Amish treats, you know. Oh. And they've got all this crazy, like you know, chocolate covered cherries and fudge and all this wonderful really? stuff. But fudge! Shout out to fudge, man. Oh, man. How? When's the last time you had a like a decent? Oh, the last time I was at the Amish market. Of- Fudge, you know. Any, any, I'm telling you, anytime I go to the farmers market, I get a you slab get fudge. of fudge. Yeah, fudge. I like to fudge. <laughs> I like to get fudged up, if you know what I mean. Oh, I see what you did there. So I see what you did. We're cruising the sweet shop, and uh, right. I see a bag that catches my eye. Um, and uh, my girlfriend picked it up. It's uh, it was a, it's a, like uh, I don't know, maybe a gallon size bag filled with just the marshmallows from Lucky Charms. It's just Are a bag you of marshmallows. Kidding me? It's fucking just a bag of marshmallows. So yeah. here's the thing. Now, now it makes me wonder. So I know okay, what that so cereal. If, I know what that cereal tastes like because I got a bag of it. Well, here's the thing. So you you have a bag of it, right? That's right. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. But but it, it makes me think about manufacturing. It makes me think of okay. Well, is there somebody plucking these things out one by one? Are they getting granular with it, or is it just is there is, is are we are we implementing the wheel, the machine? Are, are, is it coming out like that? That's, you know, it just makes that's me a, wonder. That's a great question. And and when I was uh when I was in my unhealthy stage when I was sick and, and bedridden, mm-hmm. um yeah. I used to watch uh how it's made oh. all fucking day long. I love that show. You run out of things to watch and then um then you find uh how it's made. So I've seen everything from, you know, fire trucks to uh number two pencils, um, Whoa. you know, Tupperware, uh hammers, uh leather. I mean everything but i've never seen lucky charm marshmallow how it's made so i'm gonna look back into the archives maybe i can find that we can get some answers to these hard-hitting questions that literally everyone is asking everyone how do they make those tiny marshmallows i got it's got to be a dye system you know some sort of molded injection and then they you know probably bake them i don't even know how a regular marshmallow is made let alone a tiny one dude it has some bite to it like these marshmallows these aren't just regular marshmallows they're not like just your, your, your straight up soft morsels of goodness that, you know, clings like they do on the s'mores. No, these have bite to them. They are sized up. They've been to the gym, if you will, just a little bit. Yeah, they, just a little <laughs> bit. You know what that is? Maybe they're all just two weeks stale. Like they, they keep, they make them all and then they you know keep what? them a certain amount of time. So they, they're all, so they're all a little chewy and you're like, oh, this is different. What is this? Yeah. And you can't quite yeah. put it, your finger on it because you never eat stale marshmallows normally. Yeah. But every marshmallow in the cereal box is fucking stale because it's been sitting on a grocery store. Mm. You make a fair point, my That's friend. That's a theory. It's just a theory. 
Yeah. Throwing it out there. I, I kind of don't want to think about it now because I'm going to like <laughs> come, like eat a big bowl of it with a, with a serving spoon in a minute. So. Well, the first short form documentary will be, uh, you know, How the Marshmallows Are Made that you can find on the Everyman Podcast YouTube Did page. Did you like your stale marshmallows? Did you like them? Can I have some more? Can I have some more stale marshmallows, please, sir? More. <laughs> It's it's uh it's a mystery and um it's it's something I'm willing to look into further. Mm-hmm. Is the great marshmallow all, all in the name of science and research? Right, someone's got to do it. I mean, it's not it's, these marshmallows aren't going to get figured out themselves. That's true, man. That uh brings me to another point. Uh, this weekend had a little interesting weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a bit of a low key weekend. Uh, when the everyman is on his grind, sometimes you got to just chill. Got to chill, bro. And uh, got to spend um, spend the afternoon with one of our uh, our our best uh, supporters and uh, listeners to the show. That would be the one and only Fishtown Tony. Mm. Um, happy bir- Happy thirtieth birthday, Fishtown Tony. Um, happy birthday, bro. It was lovely, uh, lovely spending time in your neck of the woods, mm. and it made me realize that. Sometimes the best parts of life are the unexpected gatherings of different ideas. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, you're going to see your friends, but maybe your friends has a, a new significant other that they're dating. Or, oh. or perhaps they bring a homie with them that you've never met. And when you... I'm very blessed to have a... And you've you've become a, not only a central figure to it, but you've been at my house when the so-called love you call it the love parade comes through. Oh, dude! And oh, it's yeah, it's, it's like a never-ending chain of just wonderful people that are all like-minded that mm-hmm. we all just love each other, and That's it, bro. it's it grows and we bring new people in, and it's like we find somebody new to bring into that circle, and you share that experience with them. Yep. And uh, I'm sitting up there on Fishtown Tony's beautiful. Uh, beautifully designed and decored um upper deck looking out over philadelphia see the mm-hmm. see the ben frank and uh you know the beautiful city skyline yeah and uh you know one of our friends brought his his girlfriend and somebody new that uh you know from a different ba- a different background you meet all these new people and you get all these new ideas and uh it was mm. it was really great and that's you know we talk about sharing your light in the world um but sometimes it's nice to be the recipient of the light yeah and i I definitely was on saturday and uh you know had a great had a great experience with that and um heard some points of view that were different from mine that i really uh thought about over the weekend and and engaged with so uh all that to say i had a great uh relaxing weekend and uh happy birthday fishtown tony there you go but 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 what happens when like you don't get the rays of sunshine that uh you know everyone desperately needs? What if what if the extension yeah. of your compadres aren't really on the same stratosphere as you? You know, how do you deal with that? Well, I think because actually I had a conversation uh about this recently. I don't think that I have some sort of special skill to to focus in on something and then go after it like the podcast mm-hmm. for example 
mm-hmm. it's it's a matter of believing that that you can do something affirming that motivation that that thought that you have and mm-hmm. making it a reality through hard work and consistency and all these other things but it's natural for everybody to have ups and downs you know right. and, and sometimes Absolute flows like I said, you know, sometimes you ex- you're the light. Sometimes the light's shining on you. Sometimes there's no light, and yeah. in those times where the light's out, you just have to bring it back on, and mm-hmm. that's the thing that I'm starting to understand about my personality is it's it's an ability to to it's okay to go down. You know, everyone that's successful everyone that's not successful goes up and goes down you're right whoever your favorite musician is whoever your favorite athlete is they get they have moments of sadness and depression as well yeah it's just part of life the difference is how those people bring themselves back up and i'm a i personally am a big believer in this and it's something that i've learned from you uh which is you know positive affirmations and actually vocalizing something and like bringing it into your subconscious thought that that you're capable of doing something and and i i this is something i do on a daily basis i'll get up and if i'm if i'm feeling particularly um drained i'm not feeling like the every man that i always am you know mm-hmm. i look in the mirror and i tell myself i can do this i can absolutely do this it's not yeah. a question it's a fact i'm going to do right. this there might be some areas of what I'm about to do that are going to be difficult, but yeah. I know I can do it and I'm going to do it. When I do that and I realize what I'm doing, you're, you're, uh, you're putting, you're putting that positive affirmation to the front of your mind and you're, and you're drilling it down as the, as it's not a possibility, it's a certainty. Oh yeah. Like, like you're throwing it out in the universe, man. Right. You know, and then and all the you have way- to do is do what you do, whatever it is, is it, is it arts? Is it crafts? Is it professional football? Is it professional drumming? Whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you do that got you to that point, just do it. Yeah. And it works. One of my, uh, one of my former teammates with Charles Bentley, um, he's got his own kind of way to play initiative with the uh, NFL uh, currently. And he, he goes around and he talks to kids about, you know, the power of being intentional and why football is such a great game in that it teaches you how to fail. And the lesson is learned not by, you know, within the ebbs and flows staying down, but, you know, having the ability and that intentionality, that intentionality, like that mental construct to get back up, you know what I mean? And once you do it, it's just like your reaffirmation of, you know what, I can do this, even if you're not feeling it. Right. Even if you feel down, if you're not feeling like your former every man self, you reaffirming to who you reaffirming to yourself, throwing it out in the universe that it can be done is like the it's like you throwing a carrot out in front of yourself. You know what I mean? And you just rolling with it. So I think uh, I think that's really cool, Brother Jay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think it's something that everybody can apply to their lives and whatever you're doing right now, whether you're sitting here, you know, you're you're say you're in an, in an oppressive uh, corporate office environment and a cubicle mm-hmm. right now, and you're listening to this podcast, I'm not, I'm not talk. I'm talking directly to you right now, but it could be the same thought as somebody who's, you know, driving a truck across the country, you know, right. It's, it's just, 
whatever you're doing, continue to do it and affirm that you can do it because the negativity, it does, that has power. The same way positivity has power. If you believe that positivity has power, then by default, negativity has power. And Mm -hmm. if, if you look around right now and you're surrounded by people who say, ah, yeah, you see that new so-and-so movie? Yeah, it sucked. Ah, these new Jordans. Yeah, they're ugly. Ah, did you hear that new so-and-so record? Yeah, it's, it's lame. If everything's negative and nobody's characterizing anything positive, Mm-hmm. That's a good sign that you are in the wrong circle, unless that's what you want. Right. And I don't think I don't think that's something that the everyman wants, the everyman and the everywoman. I think everyone has a desire to be great at at what they do. Right. Everyone wants to be excellent. Yeah. It's just how much how much importance you put on that. And now, just like anything, you know, too many. Too many icebreakers is bad. Too much Tylenol is bad. Too much focus on excellence and execution makes you a narcissist. Right. And a robot. And a robot. (laughs) Too little makes you, you know, a bum. So there's got to be that happy medium between, like, focusing on your your family and your your career and achieving excellence and also giving back to to people when you can and, and sharing your everyman light. You hit it right on the head too, brother Jay. You, it's it's a mindset, man. And that that has to permeate everything that you do. And I think, you know, once that occurs, then it's not it's not work. It just is who you are. You know what I mean? It just absolutely by definition is default for who you are as a person, who you are as an every man or every woman. You just you just rolling, man. You just rolling. And it's okay to lose your way. You know, people like I've lost my way at times and. I had some some health issues uh, in the in the last couple of years that um, after my big health issues that I didn't really realize were going on that kind of slowly but surely derailed me. And now that I'm I, I've got a clear picture on that now, um, I'm I'm getting back back mm-hmm. where I and then that's why it's so clear is because you can you, you know when you've gotten off the mark or you've started mm-hmm. to stray from the path that you set on and and then things and your life start to change and then you then you know you can either keep keep sliding down that hill or you can say enough is enough and it's time for revolution revolution <laughs> which is I which like is it. uh you know which is where we are today we're in the everyman revolution clanging <laughs> and banging clipping and dripping it's what taking we do taking the world by storm that's right <laughs> literally taking the world by storm i noticed we got six new subscribers to the everyman podcast out in indonesia Big ups. So thank you guys for checking us out over there. Um, and uh, I saw um, a couple in um, West Hollywood, too. So we're, you know, coast to coast, pole to pole. Everyman podcast is there. We're doing it, man. Yeah, it's we're great. Doing it. It's great. It's beautiful. It's great. It's lovely. It's wonderful. I love it. It's a happy everyman family. <laughs> happy everyman family, indeed. And I, and, and I think, you know, it extends... Not only uh, terrestrially, but it, it extends out into the universe and into the, and into the cosmos, uh, <laughs> where we are in the cosmic canoe, as always. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it's funny. We were discussing my, uh, on our previous episode, we were discussing my exciting, exciting trip to Rhode Island, where I um, 
had the pleasure of riding the lime scooters well my wonderful girlfriend is currently abroad for work i guess she's not really abroad it's she's abroad domestically um and in the town where she is would you fucking believe it they've got the rideshare scooters too and she sent me a picture oh, and said cosmic canoe gosh. and i said that's right that's it. That's You're it. part of it. So I said, you bet. You got to You got to hop on. That's what you just grab. Just grab an oar, man. That's just, just grab an oar. Put on a life vest. Hop in. Yeah. Cosmic. For community. all of you that are listening, you're a part of it too. You just don't know it yet, or you do, and you know we're we're exchanging paddles right down this uh, this lane. So popping paddles, popping paddles, bro. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. So as we're on this cosmic canoe. Um, you know, I've always been fascinated by by space, uh, by the thought of everyman aliens, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a bit of a kerfuffle, kerfuffle. Um, on Friday because uh, a podcast that I'm sure you guys all, some of y'all listen to, uh, I know I certainly do, Joe Rogan Experience. Joe Rogan had um, Bob Lazar mm. on the show. Now, hmm. quick recap. Um, when I was a young, young boy, I was very, I was always very fascinated by like you know, unexplained stuff, mm-hmm. Sasquatch, aliens, UFOs, you know, Loch Ness monster, all that stuff. So I'd watch it all on TV. And the one thing that was always playing a ton in the '90s, growing up, was um, Bob Lazar and his whole Area 51 thing. So, quick recap: yep. basically, this guy and popped up in the early early 90s and said that uh yeah I'm working at Area 51 and there's all these UFOs there these recovered UFOs and I was helping to reverse engineer them for the US government and right. then what this was pre you know pre modern media pre internet kind of you know this was very early on mm-hmm what ends up happening to this guy is he ends up pretty much going ghost, gets completely discredited, right? made to look as if he is a complete buffoon. And yep. he, they, you know, they couldn't, he, his, they had no college records. They couldn't find his birth certificate, mm-hmm. couldn't find any of this shit. The only thing, only proof that they had, because part of his story was that he's working at this Los Alamos research facility. He built a rocket car, by the right. way. There's a picture of this guy with a jet engine that he built at home mm-hmm. that he converted a gas-powered engine Honda Civic to run on a jet engine. But yeah. that's not proof of anything. That's not proof of this guy's credentials no. by any means. Not, he not just happens just to be able to build a jet car. So happens. the only proof of this guy's existence really outside of him saying who he is is this newspaper you know, back in 1989 of like, it says like, oh, Los Alamos physicist Bob Lazar and his jet car. Right. So basically the guy, he is worried for his life. People are coming after him. He says, he goes, poof, disappears for like 20 some years. And nobody, yeah. you don't hear shit from this guy forever. Not a thing. And it really seemed like, oh, this guy, maybe he was just full of shit. And right. uh, trying to took tr- off in his Hyundai, right? You know, took off in his jet engine Honda, and uh, yeah. you know, made off into the sunset. Completely, yeah. just a guy who's a liar who builds jet cars. Fine, yeah, that guy, guys out of here. So, a number of things he 
he claimed, and you can go back and see these in these original, you know, the 1990, whatever it was, 92 doc, the video that they did for the, for the Las Vegas news. He made all these claims about like this fucking hand reader, you know, that scanned the, the length of the bones in your fingers, because apparently he was saying in early nineties, that's more unique than a fingerprint. And what they're using is they're measuring the, the, your finger bones to verify your, who you are, because at that point, 30 years ago, technology was so good that they could fake that. So wow. he says this, people mock him and say, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Another thing was this element 115 on the, on the periodic table. So he was saying, yeah, we know that the, the fuel for this reactor that we were trying to figure out how it worked, it used this element, a stable version of this element that they were calling element 115. Everybody was saying, oh, Bob Lazar, you, you fuck. There's no element 115. There's no hand scanner. Uh, what are you talking about, Jet Boy? Well, some Freedom of Information Act request six years ago as part of a History Channel show, that that hand scanner was declassified. So that's a real thing that came out. And this documentary that they're talking about, so so he he goes on pretty much Joe Rogan to promote his this documentary that came out. And the documentary, the intention of it is to like, one, validate this guy's existence. Two, prove that he has the technical skills that he said he did. And three, show like what he, like maybe, maybe this is real. Right. So two big things happen. You know, the, the hand thing comes out that that's true. And then element 115 is added to the periodic table and they're still trying to figure out aspects of it. And, that's a real thing now. And now they all know about this shit. So they catch up with Bob Lazar. He's hanging, you know, at his, his house in Michigan. He's, he's got a grant. He, he doesn't have a college degree from MIT, but he has this, uh, nuclear testing lab that he owns and operates. And he just tests radioactive materials and shit. Oh, and he builds jet bicycles and jet cars and jet go-karts <laughs> and jet skateboards like dude he's literally mixing rocket fuel and putting it all together and mounting and it's on a bicycle and the bicycle takes off like this guy clearly i don't care if you like if you have a college degree from mit it doesn't make your story true it doesn't make it false either you know what i mean jeez so all this to say basically on friday the internet blows up with this whole bob lazar thing because he goes on joe rogan and more or less quadruples down. And now Joe Rogan's show is so it's got to this point where it's such a huge, it might be the biggest show period. Like as far right. as when something, I mean, you look at the people he's had on, he's got the presidential candidates on there, but he's got like Elon right. Musk and you know, like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's gotten to a crazy level of, you know, status. Yeah, he's got, he's got the, he's got the boys on there. Right. So now he's got this dude giving this guy this huge opportunity to set the record straight. And Bob Lazar gets on there and fucking quadruples down. And he's like, yeah, look, they've got UFOs. I've seen them. Here's what they are. Here's how it works. They've got all these different companies that, you know, basically, you know, the, the military companies out there that are, that are working with this technology and he he's pissed because he thinks that, you know, we shall have access to it. So right. 
I think it was uh, it's very interesting. I highly recommend it if you're not if you're somebody who's not into um, you know the the whole alien thing. Um, yeah. it's definitely a good place to start. And if you are somebody who's into it, it's you're gonna love it. Um, so yeah, the, I, I think the doc the documentary is on Netflix. It's called uh, UF Bob Lazar and UFOs and something like that. If you just type in, it's like the front page on there. But Bob Lazar will right. come up there. And uh, and then watch his uh, his appearance on Joe Rogan. But um, what do you think, Daryl? Do you think? I mean, now our boy. First of all, I'd love to get Bob Lazar on the Everyman podcast. <laughs> yeah, I might give him a spin. Mike, what do you think? I mean, because he's got a bit of a checkered past. Well, I mean, listen, um, I'm 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 always down with shedding light on things that. Not our every man or every women or our, our every men or every women, you know, don't know. I mean, we we want information. Where where we we exist, we exist in a world that consumes it um, by the second, right? And you have a guy here that's alluding to things and government conspiracies and covers up cover ups and Area Fifty One and extraterrestrial, you know, things of that nature, and um, you know, some of it. Is has through this documentary uh, been found to be um, uh, true? I mean, he's, he's he's factual on it. Yeah, but some then, of the circum—that's the thing, circumstantial stuff. Like, there's yeah. no, there's no, and you know what, man? I think we live in a time now where a UFO could fucking land on my front lawn right now. Okay, yeah. And an alien would come out and he'd say, "Hey, right. Do you know how to do? Do you got any tips for brisket?" And I would be like, "Right." You've literally landed at the perfect place. Come on in. Right. And I could document that thing with four cameras and record it on audio, and everybody would not nobody would believe it. Right. So like if there was proof of shit, would you believe it? Yeah, I I think I would. I mean, if especially if it's is is proof, but I mean, dude, there's so much stuff. Like even even they they even when it comes to technology within movies, like things that, yeah. like, I remember the stuff, like, with The Matrix back in the day. People were like, oh, how the hell are they doing that? They're going spinning around. You know what I mean? And then, you know, just the wireframing that goes goes along with that. And then even some of the 3D, uh, the three-dimensional architecture that's that's used in, like, Star Wars and stuff like that. That stuff, you think, some of it, you say, oh, man, that's, that's great After Effects and Apple Motion. No, that's real shit. Like, that stuff, like, exists. Yep. You go to some of these Comic-Cons, you see people... With like you know, Doctor Strange emblems rolling around yeah. the freaking, you know, uh, wrists. Holograms and, it's like and a, shit. It's a, it's a tiny little LED that's like spinning really know, fast. You know, yep, dude. It's and so if I, I, if I saw bona fide proof before my eyes, like if I'm you and you are the brisket master and the alien just landed on, I'm like, yo, I I believe that this 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 is happening. Like you say, the checker pass. I mean. He did. He did get that felony. You know what I'm saying. He did uh, try to know, set up. To... He did try to set up a brothel, uh, yeah. and may or may not have surveyed, <laughs> surveilled, uh, you know, the brothel. However, now you yeah. see the. Here's the weird thing. Yeah. He he talks about in documentary where he says, you know, they I made such a big deal with the media attention that they couldn't directly harm me but what they did was everyone in his family has been audited twice mm. you know uh anytime they've applied for 
mortgages, they have problems. They right. get all sorts of weird things. And there's actually, I don't want to spoil the documentary, but there's a scene where it plays out that it seems highly likely that he's being uh, surveilled. Because, oh, yeah. long story short, they ha- he has a conversation with the director on camera and then they talk about, yeah, we're gonna st- we're gonna put that memory card in an off. You know, it's not gonna be. We're not gonna put it online or anything. Mm-hmm. And then yep. the next day, his house gets raided by the FBI, and wow. and they're quoting his conversation that was filmed the day before. Wow! So like, we know they have these kind of capabilities of surveillance, and I have no, right. I have no illusion of, uh, of of personal privacy anymore i assume everything i'm doing is being recorded oh dude yeah for sure in some capacity or you know your phone or whatever and i think it opens up a lot of questions about who we've entrusted to handle the secret knowledge and it's like well maybe maybe we should all know well maybe maybe we're not ready to handle it because you know we can't sometimes we struggle with some basic things here as uh as a culture and as humanity because uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're still pretty young, as far as a, you know, the grand yeah. scheme of things. It's like we're we're uh, just a speck of dust. Yeah, dude. You think about how much stuff we don't know that we consider secret that we could possibly have access to. Like, you know, I think about all those Google algorithms, bro. Like, I don't know them all, but I, I know that if you do some fine some uh, fine focused searching using them, you can really pull up some crazy stuff. So. You know, it's. I have a close a close friend who um, works in an industry. Let me be careful how I phrase this. Works in an industry that involves targeting targeted content. Mm-hmm. And he told me this was maybe three or four years ago. Okay. He told me then that based off of the information he knows about me, like tangentially, not like. He has brown eyes. He's right, right, ten, right, right, like right. not like that. Like yeah. he likes the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been to the TLA on South Street twenty five times. You know, you just you pick a couple things. He's like, I could send a targeted content direct. Like I know it could get directly to you. I don't know it's you by your name. I don't type in your name and then it there right. it goes to Justin. It's all the other things you're engaging with and you just basically pull all that information together and you whittle it down to find the exact person you're looking for based off of what they're doing. So like, like you're saying, I mean that, that opens up the scale so huge for everyone. So I don't know how we could have all that information. Right. You know, without yeah. without people running amok with it and well, causing chaos. And too, you have the information, right? That it's like, okay, what do you do with it, right? All right, how am I gonna like? like <laughs> what are people like? People are gonna do two things, okay? They're gonna create uh, cults and they're gonna create gangs. You're gonna have a bunch of cult leaders and gang leaders mixed up with each other, right. all fighting for control. That's why I don't think that kind of stuff would ever really come out too early. Unless there's a like unless we're moments from an an a UFO landing on the the White House lawn, I don't think right. we'll ever like no no. You know and yeah. and I mean that in the sense that like 
we know that there's frozen ice on Mars because they NASA told us. Like, I don't think right. they're ever going to be like, yeah, 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 there's aliens. Yeah. Unless they're fucking here, you know? Yeah. But uh, you know what, though? Like, because watch me not pay taxes when the aliens show up. <laughs> just kidding. I, um, just right, kidding. Right, I always pay my taxes. Sam's going to get his yeah. taxes. Right. <laughs> see, see, how many, see how many he people. They're going to find you if you own Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're they going to find you. <laughs> yeah. Re- recycling goes out the door immediately. You know, you, you ask some of these, uh, ask some of these celebrities thought that they could avoid. Yeah, uh, have some tax evasion. Listen, uh-uh. you're gonna bring down Blade for tax evasion. Uh-uh. Lauren Hill, they found, they found Lauren Jordan, Hill. Didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, it does, they don't care who you are. Dude, well, you know what if what if you like had access to the you know like the blueprints of the reverse engineering because you know my son like we'll we'll be sitting in traffic on in 295 you know what i mean and like he'll just say dad man what if we just had you know kids just tell you how it is you know what if why why can't we just zip up into the sky man to get over this you know what i mean like what if you could just that like if if i had like i wouldn't even want i wouldn't even want the information for anything nefarious man i just want to like do simple get out of traffic like like just you know what baby boy you're right let's let's just engage the propulsion system here and zip over this shit you know i'm out it's like jetsons I'm just gonna pull into the parking spot. Like, See, that's, that's why. That's why we'll never have access to alien technology because everyone would just have the same idea at the same time. Be like, ah, fuck this. Boop. I'm, I'm just gonna scoot on. I'm just gonna scoot you know, on. And fuck, then fuck all those vectors that everybody's on these passenger planes on, and they got zipper through the skies. I'm just gonna go up here and just like, dude, texting and driving. Can you imagine texting and flying a car? Like, come on. It's the worst thing, texting and driving, man. It's so dangerous, bro. Yeah, you guys got to – everybody cut that out. If you're listening to this in the car right now and your phone is in your hand, put it down. Man, just put it down, man. You know? It can wait. Hand safe. Hand safe, hand-free environment. That's all I'm saying. Come on. (laughs) You know? Come on. We want you to listen, but we don't want you to be texting the, you know, while you're listening and while you're driving. We we want you to live, baby. Yeah, live. We want you to live. Because there's more episodes coming Every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on your favorite podcast providers such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Doggone right there is. That's the way it is, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I what like now, do you think there's a situation where you know Nicolas Cage, I've says I've said before, is my favorite actor of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh National Treasure one and two, it's a crime against humanity that we mm-hmm. have not had a, some more of that. Whew, that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, bro. Yeah. If there was that book of secrets and you get into the White House, you get access to that book. What are you? Are you? Is that the first thing you're looking for? Is uh, UFOs and aliens? Or are you looking for like, where did we come from? Well, dude, it's, it's, it's like, I think it's, here's the thing. Everyone, the, 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 the number one thing that everybody wants to have about their life, about their, 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 their person is options. Mm. That's what you want. You want, it isn't like it's, it's, it's not the, it's not the wholesale, this thing, the wholesale, that thing. It's the fact that I get this and that, right. That's what you want. So if you get access, access provides you with options. Right. So when you get, when you get, um, um, you know, when you get the options around you, you're going 
fucking nuts, bro. You're taking it all in. I want to know the secret blueprints. I want to know about extraterrestrials. I want to know what information's on the back of that thing. I want to know it all because you know what? I have access in this given moment right now to get it all. And I don't even I don't even I don't even want to know what to do with it. I just want to know that I have access to it to have it. It's like, dude, if you were in my office right now, bro, I've got mm, I want to say 20 external hard drives, right? Let's just let's just say on like just my top my top shelf over there has about 20 external hard drives, right? There's there's all sorts of information on those hard drives. I could get an eight terabyte, one eight terabyte, you know, hard drive and maybe pack most to, if not all of it on there. You know what I mean? But you know what? There's something about the portability of having like 20 of those, <laughs> those yep. little things and just having options for, you know, this one is for, you know, anime. This one is for, you know, current events. This one is for movies. This is for comedy. You know, and I'm just circling those things out, passing them out like Tic Tacs, bro. You know what I mean? I have options. If I got one device and I got to carry it with me, you know what? I don't have options. So I you, just have so your move would be freaking device. Your move I want it all. is take the whole book and you're not really leaving the skiff until until you've got the whole thing down. See, until I know it all. This right here is this logic is why I do not believe that the president of the United States, whoever it is at any given time, knows this shit. Because mm-hmm. what kind of human being would get that information about? By the way, we're not the only ones here mm-hmm. not only mm-hmm. are we not the only ones here but they come here all the time and they outman us they outmatch us tech technologically they have way more resources and like literally we are it's like us looking at a at a mouse mm-hmm. no normal person would be able to come out of that meeting room and then go campaign for re-election or like <laughs> like think about the the crazy shit that you hear about, especially now with, yeah. with that, that role, right? None of that stuff would happen. There would be no anything other than yeah. how are we going to deal with this top tier threat, which is mm-hmm. why I think there's probably a, a permanent group within the government that just monitors this shit permanently. And it's like, you know, you need to know when you need to know, bro. Like, we can't go letting every fucking guy in here knowing, oh, yeah, by the way, there are the the aliens are here and they're all from over there. And there's a bunch from down in Antarctica at the secret space base. You can't have people knowing that and then going on Jimmy Fallon. No, bro. You know what I mean? It's just it's impossible. So I think there are people that do know the 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 shit. And, um, you know. All I can say is just go. If if you, this conversation interests you, look up Operation Paperclip, Google yeah. Operation Paperclip, read about that, and then spend a week questioning everything you've ever learned because right. that's the reality. So there's definitely some greater thing going on. At the end of the day, Daryl Campbell. Yeah. UFOs are not aliens are not. It does not change the simple fact that every man and every woman has to share their light with each other. We all That's still it, have to give love to each other. We all still have to help one another. We all got to be the best version of ourselves we can be if there's aliens, if there's not aliens, simply because we're all in this together. That's right, man. Absolutely. Absolutely.
Absolutely. And with that, is a perfect way to end this excellent adventure of the Everyman Podcast. Cosmic, baby. Cosmic Canoe is in full effect. Next week, Mm -hmm. we'll be back with... uh, we're going to have a, uh, a little bit of a 4th of July spectacular. Word. And uh, we, we've got an interview uh, recorded that we'll be putting out. Um, and uh, then, you know, it's Madden season. So stay tuned. <laughs> we got a lot coming. And uh, we, uh, we're we looking forward to sharing it all with you guys and keeping you guys in the loop. And remember, if you're feeling like you can't do it today, just look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I can do it. Yes, you can.